Whenever we're ready. Okay. 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 <laughs> I lost my voice there for a moment. Hello, everyone. Merry Christmas to you all. Continuing with the 12 Days of the Slaughtered Lamb, we're bringing you this Christmas classic. And this one is a Christmas movie, damn it. I don't care what any of you say. And it's Gremlins. Darren, is it a childhood favorite of yours, this movie? A Steven Spielberg classic directed by Joe Dante, of course. And no, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get lynched. Watch your mouth. I remember what well, I'm gonna get lynched for this now because I it's not a huge favorite of mine. I don't mind it. I can take it or leave it a bit like Goonies. Um there is a reason why, and I'll we'll go through that, you know, as as we go on, but um I, I, I'm okay with it. Let's just leave it that way. I'm okay with it. I think it's okay. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. In a few weeks, Joe Dante will pass away. <laughs> Darren killed Richard Donner. And there's recordable <laughs> proof of this. All right. Let's yeah, continue. It's, it's on, uh, people are going to think I just hate on Amblin all the time. I don't. I, it's just these two movies that I think are overrated. Goonies is just full of people screaming. And Gremlins isn't as good as it should have been. It's not as dark and as bleak and as as um, uh, as R-rated as it should have been in what, what you know what it was initially supposed to be. So, I mean, you've got the director of Piranha here, for God's sake. We know what he wanted to do, but the studio wouldn't let him. Uh, and Spielberg so. was okay with it. He was like, "Yeah, go, let's let's do that." I, I agree with you there. Remember, we were talking about this on one of our recordings. We did a Gremlins episode. It's a it's a long talk about it, ladies and gentlemen. It's on our channel. Um, but some of the things they wanted to be done to some of the people here, you were just like, and I remember you, Darren, specifically saying, "I want to see that." Yeah, I want to see that. You know, there's 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 a lot of. I mean, we'll talk about it as we go on. But initially, they wanted to have Tim Burton direct it. Yeah, uh, it was going to be his debut movie. And for whatever reason, that fell through. But I think, I, I honestly believe that we would have got a much darker movie if Tim Burton would have done it. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, it's um, it, it actually started as a sequel to E.T. And then kind of Spielberg went off the, the idea and, and handed it to Chris Columbus as a, as a kind of understudy or a kind of protege project mm -hmm. for him to write. Uh, and they brought in Joe Dante, who obviously did uh, Piranha and The Howling, to direct it. And I'm certain that he would have wanted to go the whole hog with the original vision, which was one of quite a really dark horror movie. Um, but, you know, we got this instead, which is fine. It's one for the kids. The child of me is crying right now. Um so, moving on to our characters, I think the best one in here for me is Gizmo. Gizmo's the, the forefront of this movie. He's the cutest thing of this movie. And you know what? Remember I told you before I, I had a Gizmo doll growing up, and I took it with the tub with me everywhere I slept. And uh, to school, he was in my, uh, my book bag or my carry-on with me. 
And my dad one day just saw this, after a few months, this ratted thing that was just basically all plastic. Uh, that eyes were dull and hair was missing and said, when are you going to get rid of that dirty thing? And I'm like, no, no, it's Gizmo. I can't, uh, I can't get rid of him. And then one day my dad threw it out. You know, it was just so there you go. Probably a hundred thousand. You'd been in the tub with it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> scrubbing them, hoping that there would be more, you know, cause I was, I was four years old when this came out. Um, yeah, for me, it's it's Gizmo, and you know why it's Gizmo too is because, or why the studio kept it the way it is, is because they knew Gizmo would be a hot property off yeah. the shelves. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So, well, all right, nice. your best character. Um, I'm going to say Randall, Randall Peltz, Billy's dad. Um, oh, uh, Billy Comfort, <laughs> Buddy Comfort, Buddy. This is a long-standing uh, joke that Fra- Frank and I have because I mis- mis- mistook Hoy Axton for the guy who plays Buddy Kupfer in Halloween 3. <laughs> when we did our Gremlins episode last time, I was like, yeah, this it's uh, it's the guy from Halloween 3, right? The one who goes to the toy factory. No, I went livid. I was like, no! He's never let me live it down. God damn it. Um, but yeah, he's the, he, to me, he's the perfect American dad. Whenever I see him on screen in this film, I just think, yeah, I bet every kid in America would love a dad like that. Fucking around with shit. <laughs> Making your house a basically a death trap. Death trap. <laughs> <laughs> All I want is some damn orange juice that I can't get over a card. I gotta use this thing. That makes me have to wear goggles. No, but there's something really kind of he's heartwarming humble about him, and, yeah. and you know, and, and he's a trier, and he never gives in, and he thinks about his family all the time, and he wants to get his son this really cool present, and you know, I'd, just, I'd be like, if I lived in America, I want a dad like him. I want a dad like Hoy Aston. <laughs> <laughs> or Buddy Kupfer, one of the two of them will do. <laughs> Do you think he crushes his wife when he's on top of her in bed? Because he's a very large man, you know, and she's very petite. Well, she's tall, but she's, you know, I want to hear your... She uses that term to soften the blow. (laughs) Catch the headboard. (laughs) Okay. Uh, uh, My worst character is none other than that bitch, Mrs. Deagle. Yeah, that's uh, Who just cares about... Uh, money and her 40 fucking cats named after currency like dollar bill and washington uh you know and she probably masturbates with a with a barbed wire dildo uh <laughs> with her cats looking at her until thank god these little green bastards these gremlins show up and give her her just desserts but we'll move on from that uh but darren i know that she's your worst character like you said uh, for my reasons, of course, or you have your own reasons. <laughs> or bleeps there. Um. <laughs> she's Scrooge, right? She's the Scrooge of this town. She, she owns is. half of it. And she is the most loathed character in this film. But that's simply because Polly Holiday, who played her, puts in such a great performance. Oh, she's fantastic at she that. She is. She's great. She she ruined the kid's party and Mrs. Doubtfire, too. So she continued to use uh, her skills as being a curmudgeon and a miser. 
<laughs> but yeah, she and she also has, and it's not my best kill, but she also has a really cool kill in this yeah. film, which yeah. is you know the 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 chair going uh, stair lift or whatever you call yeah. it, chair lift, yeah. um, going through the roof uh, and her ending up in the street in front of the cops. We'll get onto that. I got to write yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah, your best line. The worst thing that ever happened to me was uh, on Christmas. Oh, God, it was so horrible. It was Christmas Eve. I was nine years old. Me and Mum were decorating the tree, waiting for Dad to come home from work. A couple of hours went by. Dad wasn't home. So Mum called the office. No answer. Christmas Day came and went, and still nothing. So the police began a search. Four or five days went by. Neither one of us could eat or sleep. Everything was falling apart. It was snowing outside. The house was freezing, so I went to try and light up the fire. That's when I noticed the smell. The firemen came and broke through the chimney top, and me and Mum were expecting them to pull out a dead cat or a bird. And instead, they pulled out my father. He was dressed in a Santa Claus suit. He'd been climbing down the chimney, his arms loaded with presents. He was going to surprise us. He slipped and broke his neck. He died instantly. And that's how I found out there was no Santa Claus. It's very dark, isn't it? It is very dark. She fucking burned her dad. <laughs> but he was, he was dead before that even he was happened. dead, but she still set fire at him. <laughs> that is a really moving moment in this film. And it's a hint of the dark layers that this movie originally had. Um, I just think that's... a because we find out towards the start of the film that she doesn't like Christmas she's not a fan of Christmas but we don't know why and then she decides to open her heart to Billy later on in the film and comes out with this little story and it's just (laughs) devastating isn't it until you get to the the sequel New Batch as she starts talking about another holiday and Billy's just like let's go dear let's just go let's just go because nobody has time to hear your bullshit uh, yeah, I was going to put that, but I was just like, ah, oh, it's, it's, it's really dark. It's really dark. But mine uh, hits home for me, uh, my, my best line, and that's uh, the rules of how to keep a mogwai. And as you know, you know, don't put them in bright light, you know, especially sunlight. It will kill them. Don't get them at, wet and never, ever, ever feed them after midnight. No, you know, I, 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 that, that whole thing right there is the same thing. I gave to the nurses when I dropped my grandmother off at the home. <laughs> it's the same thing. I rolled her in and I said, no bright light, don't get her wet, and don't feed her after midnight. And I left her. I love you, Grandma. <laughs> Darren, how dare you? Oh, no, I'm in <laughs> How dare you, sir? I don't know. All I know is that she's still alive because the bills keep coming in, and I still pay them. Um, That's good. That's good. All right, your uh, your worst line. Um, I don't really have one. I must. Oh, admit. I do. I, I must do. Admit, I, I. Yeah, I was thinking about it earlier today, and I didn't have chance to watch the film, so I'm going off memory now. But I really couldn't think of anything that annoys me in terms of the. Uh, the, the, the dialogue in this film but I'll leave that to you what do you think Mrs. Deagle talking about Barney lovable oh, okay. Barney yeah I guess and so she says you know I'll catch the beast myself he'll get what he deserves 
a slow, painful death. <laughs> Looks at Mr. Anderson. You know, and she, she goes, maybe I'll put him on in my spin dryer on high heat. And then yeah. he replies, that'll do it. You bitch. <laughs> you bitch. You get what you deserve in a few moments. <laughs> Poor Barney. Yeah, she's, she's, she's like a real kind of... Um, I think I've told you before, but we have a thing in the UK called Pantomime, which is a kind of seasonal thing, a Christmas show. Yep. Yep. And it's almost like a... It's like dress up. Yeah, yeah. And it's like it's like a, almost like a Disney show. It'll yeah. be either Cinderella or... It's or an art form. Puss in Boots or something like that. And you have a villain in there every year who's really, really bad, but always kind of becomes good at the end. Yeah. And she's that pantomime villain that's really, really bad, but never gets the chance to redeem herself because she no. gets thrown out the window on a fucking chair. Um, so, yeah, it's... Um, I see what you mean there, yeah, yeah. But then just again, be, like I said before... Just for the animal lovers out there, and I heard yeah, that. Yeah, well, I was just I'm like, an animal lover too. and, and strangle I, I you as soon as I see you. <laughs> and, but it just goes to show how great Polly was at that, at that character. Yes, oh, that's what I was going to say. Fantastic. Yeah. Oh, yeah, if you make me hate you for the performance you do, you're doing a great job. Yeah. You're doing yeah. a fantastic job. Yeah. There's a difference between somebody somebody being loathed in a movie but doing it well and, yeah. and somebody being loathed in a movie because it's a bad performance. Because you suck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your best death. I think it's the... it's it's the I'm going to say the microwave kill of the gremlin. Uh, it, microwaves were a thing that everybody kind of got in the early 80s and everybody was frightened of them don't put foil in them don't put eggs in them don't put eggs in foil in them because that's <laughs> it's radioactive <laughs> um you know and, and no one knew what you know we always keep a cup of water in there as well i remember that one you know you always keep a cup of water in the microwave just in case someone turns it on by accident yeah um all it did was to make you make the water hot for tea that's yeah. all it did <laughs> And but with this, it kind of demonstrated to us what the fuck happens if you do microwave something that's not supposed to be microwaved. And the sight of that that, that gremlin's head exploding inside that microwave is superb. So that's my best kill, and probably probably the, the most iconic kill in the in the whole movie. And and uh, I remember those stories about people drying their pets off after taking a bath in the microwave. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh no, God. No, no, no. Oh no. Um, my best death is Mrs. Deagle flying out of that fucking window. You know, forgetting what she deserves. You know, I laugh every moment. My dad laughs too. Uh, every time it's on, um, I I can remember one moment my. T- <laughs> when I was watching it, when I was a little bit older with my dad, uh, I've seen it before. Um, but as I got older, you know, he's accepting me saying curse words and becoming a man. So he was able to let down his guard down about what it really means to be a man by swearing and, and all that uh, fun <laughs> stuff. I remember when Mrs. Deagle flew out that window and I and I could hear him next to me go, Fly, fly, bitch, fly. <laughs> And he goes, I want to say that. Uh, I always wanted to say that while watching this with you, but you weren't old enough for, for me to say that. Um, so, yeah, for me, it's Mrs. Deagle getting her just desserts. Yeah, yeah. Good, good. <laughs> God um, bless you, Gremlins. Um, your worst death. My worst killing this is is not in, in the movie's current form. 
Okay. So um, initially, Gizmo was to die. Yes. Um, and Spielberg advised them to keep keep him in the film because he was, you know, so cute, and the kids would, as you were saying before, kid would want, kid would <laughs> like it, and they would want to buy. Toys. It reminded him of his dogs too. That's how he's. That's what yeah, he looks like. Yeah. And so this kind of threw a real spanner in the works because what it meant then was that they had to keep him in the film and they hadn't designed him to stay in the movie any longer than he actually was due to, which was, and you know, the majority of his scenes were like him sitting in a box or sitting on a chair or on the bed or, you know, not doing anything too too fancy. Uh, and so the 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 crew then had to adapt him to be able to work with those final scenes of him driving cars and flying through the air and god knows what else so <laughs> so yeah, yeah so so my worst kill had it have happened and i mean this is a hypothetical situation would have been gizmo because i think that would have been catastrophic for the film and for you know the the franchise in general because we are getting a third film from what i can gather yeah. as well yeah so um yeah gizmo had he have died I think it would have been very sad as if, let's say, Billy uh, killed Stripe and everybody at the end. He came home, and out of the original box that he came in, Gizmo, popped up him, turned into a gremlin, <laughs> and just staring at Billy. And Billy had no choice but to shine the flashlight at him. Yeah. And it would have been completely sad, because it wouldn't be like a part where, you know, and they would have, been tur- they would have made it this way, where he got up, you see that Gizmo was a gremlin, but he would say something like "Hi, Billy" or something like that. It would just ruin it for all these kids. It, 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 ugh, I can't think about it. I can't think about it. Um, my worst death is uh, we think he's dead, uh, unconfirmed, but uh, Dave Myers, and he's the one who plays Santa. Yeah. And the reason why I think it's uh, a terrible death is because the fucking officers don't help him at all. <laughs> He's going, help, help. And the gremlin's going, <laughs> you know, and holding on to him. And it's just like, he's got that stuff all over him. I'm like, can we get out of here? Can we get out? It's just, come on, let's go back to the station. Like, the poor man. You could survive an attack from a gremlin. You could, you know, with enough help. They didn't help him. So now, no. poor, poor Santa. You can't be Santa in this movie. You're just going to die. <laughs> like Phoebe's dad. Yes. Uh, yeah, it... Isn't Jonathan Banks one of the cops in this yes. film? Yes, yeah. he is. Isn't yeah. He? yeah, yeah. Who plays usually a villain in movies? Yeah, yeah. Well, he didn't really do too much when Mrs. Deagle landed in the street, did he? No, but everyone was probably slightly clapping in their mind. You know, just <laughs> that slow clap. Um, yeah. Your best moment. So my best moment in this film has to be the finale, and it's simply because of what I was talk- talking about earlier. Um, in order to kind of get this film back on schedule, Chris Wallace and, and his effects team who created the uh, Gizmo and all the Gremlins and everything, really, that they had to change the story on the fly and accommodate Gizmo um, into those, you know, those climactic scenes. And so I just think the work that they did to kind of get everything back on track uh, and and make him feel like a part of this movie as, as the movie, as, as the finale progresses... Was was terrific because I know that they really struggled and it's kind of well documented as well yeah. that it was a hell of a nightmare for them. 
Um, but I think they did a great job. So I'm going to say that the finale are the best moments for me of this film, purely from a kind of selfish technical standpoint. But I do know that there are all sorts of things in there that we we were supposed to get that we never got, like Billy's mum was supposed to be decapitated at one point and her head was going to be thrown down the stairs. And there was all sorts of... Uh, Barney was going to die. Yeah. Oh, the dog. Yeah, the dog was going to die. It was supposed to be eaten, wasn't it, by the Gremlins, I think. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this was going to be like a really dark version of Critters or something, wasn't it? Rather than than kind of um, a a sort of extension to E.T. or something. Um, But yeah, no, that would be my uh, best moment of the film is is, is the climactic moments. For me, uh, as a kid watching this movie in the theater and... I guess feeling like I was part of the movie at this moment uh, was the Snow White theater scene. I absolutely mm. believe that I was there with the Gremlins, watching Snow White with them. Yeah, and yeah. the barrier came down of everyone in the audience watching this with me that these things aren't so bad. <laughs> <laughs> and they're singing, you know, "Hi Ho," and you know, they're they're out there eating popcorn and. I know uh, Stripe goes to get more candy, and the and the gremlin sit next to him yells "Milk Duds," <laughs> uh, and then they see Billy and and uh, Kate uh, walking through the screen, you know, with the shadowing, and then they all just get really pissed, and they and they crawl down to that screen and that perfect shadowing, that flickering of that projector. Uh, which I think still it still does that, right? Uh, since it's flickering, there it's kind of losing not fluidness anymore, kind of, well I hate to be a party pooper but not anymore no it's all digital now so it, it wouldn't do that but well I guess back you know, then right you would they, since it'd be flickering yeah, yeah, yeah. There, That's there'd right. be it's movements yeah it would shutter yeah. which makes it a lot more scary because you don't know how close they are it's almost like those weeping angels in, uh, in Doctor Who where if you blink or you turn they get closer and closer or if darkness uh, comes on the screen like they the stone get, is it or something Yes, they throw you back in time, but that's a t- we're not talking yeah, about Doctor Who. Yeah. Jesus Christ! <laughs> um, but that was that moment where the where we let down our guard. I let down my guard about what these things are, and uh, then they see Billy, their arch enemy. They all know Billy, who Billy is, um, and Kate and Gizmo, and they start running, and that score comes on of them chasing, and it's just I think it's yeah. just a great moment. It's fun. It is. It's a. It is a fun movie. I just. I don't. I'm not as big on it as I think I should be. So, yeah. That's because you're a communist. Yeah, that'll be it. <laughs> <laughs> He's joking, folks. Of course, of course. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, is Gremlins one of your favorite Christmas movies? It's one of my favorite Christmas movies, and I'm going to say it's a Christmas movie because this movie, if there was ever a movie in the '80s. Uh, that centered around Christmas. I mean, this movie's riddled with actual cues of Christmas. Hmm. I mean, it's it's not like Die Hard where it's kind of subtle, where it's t- t- uh, spoken about once or twice, and yeah. you know yeah. you forget about it. This it's snowing out. You know, Mrs. Deagle with her imported uh, Bulgarian snowman head. Um, and then Santa hats all over the place. Uh, damn Santa Claus all, Claus is all over the place. Um, and even, you know, even It's a Wonderful Life is playing in the background of this movie. 
Yeah, probably the like king of Christmas weapon. movies. <laughs> lethal weapon. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, Darren, any uh, final thoughts besides you hating this cute little? No, I don't hate it. I honestly don't hate it. So I don't want to be lynched about this. But I just, <laughs> uh, uh, like I said before, I'm just not as big on it as I think I should be, and I don't know why that is. And I just think, I, I think it's to do with missing out on something. Um, you want the extended raw? I want to see edition. the original vision. Yeah, yeah, rather than this kind of kiddified version. But, um, <laughs> but um, yeah, no, we're, we're continuing with this series. Um, we have another present in a couple of days' time. Yeah, so we'll we'll we'll, we'll plow on until we get to to twelve days of Christmas, and uh, that should take us up until Christmas Eve, I think. So there we go. And we'll chuck in a few nuggets in between as well. And as always, stick to the roads, and the best of luck. Ho ho ho. Mm-hmm.